Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. I am roasting a chicken tonight, and I've been thinking, well, all right, I know I'm going to spatchcock and roast a chicken, and it's only going to take a short amount of time. So what am I going to put with it? Well, I often like mashed potatoes, but we just had potatoes as a dinner accompaniment, so I kind of didn't want to go that way. I have some stovetop stuffing in my basement that needs to get used up, but I don't really want to go that route either. Uh, It seems too... I don't know, too dressy and too casual at the same time. So I was looking around and I thought, okay, vegetables would be good, right? Vegetables are always good to um, eat. (laughs) They're good for you. But I don't have any. I don't have any vegetables in my house right now. I mean, I have frozen things, but I don't have any fresh vegetables. And I'm not feeling inspired in that direction. And I don't want to go to the store. So I started looking through my recipe file, and I found a recipe that I'm going to do with the chicken tonight, and it's very, very easy. It's really quick in the making, and I just thought, well, why don't I share this? It's ridiculously easy, and it only takes about five ingredients. I have served it to some people who regard themselves as fancy cooks, I'll just say, and They loved this recipe. In fact, they asked me for it afterward and then lost it and had to ask me for it again. You know, it must be good, right? It's called Rice Chantilly. You can find this online. I'm sure you can find probably more than one version of it. Essentially, it's a baked, cheesy rice. The ingredient that really caught my eye, I think, when I was considering whether or not to try this recipe is it's got sour cream in it. And as you probably remember from listening to prior podcasts, that's one of the ingredients that I always go, oh, well, it's like I'm a crow at that moment. What's that? What's that? So here I am sharing with you this rice chantilly recipe. Here are the ingredients that you will need. A cup of rice that's not cooked, just plain dry rice, one cup. And I think just regular long grain white rice is probably your best bet for this one. I don't think you really want a fragrant rice in here, although I'm sure it wouldn't hurt anything. You need a cup of sour cream. You need some red pepper flakes, sometimes also called crushed red pepper. 
salt and pepper, and some sharp cheddar cheese that's been grated to make a full cup. Now about the cheese. You can use some that's pre-grated if you want to. Just know that it doesn't melt the same way because it's coated in some sort of starch, often a potato starch or some kind of starch so that it doesn't clump together in the bag. So if you want the creamiest, smoothest cheese, you want to grate your own. I use an extra sharp because for me, the sharper the better for a cheese, almost any cheese. The other thing is that I think instead of cooking my rice in water today, which is probably what I recommend for you to do, because I know I'm going to serve this with chicken, I think I'm going to cook my rice in chicken stock that I get at Costco in a box. In terms of equipment, you can either use a two to three quart saucepan on the stove to make your rice, or if you have a rice cooker, that's okay too. It takes longer, but it's completely hands-off, and you can walk away and worry about this later. You will need a one-quart baking dish and a way to grate your cheese, and really, that's it. In terms of do-aheads, well, let's see, grating the cheese and preheating your oven to 350 degrees. So let's just kick this off, because it comes together really fast. It's probably going to be a fairly short podcast. Let's just go. So get your... One cup of dry rice. Well, here's a small tangent. So I have a brand new plastic bag of long grain white rice. And my mother discovered this when I was a kid. We had more fun with it. Have you ever noticed that inside of a plastic bag, your rice develops static electricity and sticks to the side of the bag? If you haven't, and if you have a new bag of rice, this is so silly, but you just need to see when you tip it or shake it a little bit. You know, I don't know if you have to shake it or not to make it develop. It just seems to be there that some of the rice will stick to the outside of the plastic bag. And then what my mother discovered that was so funny was that if you put your finger on the outside of the bag and run it where the rice is sticking to the bag, the rice will run away from your finger. I don't know what that means. I am not a physics person. I'm sure it's got something to do with how electricity works. As an adult, you probably think it's kind of goofy, but I can tell you that it used to entertain me endlessly to chase the little rice grains around the inside surface of the bag. It's too funny. Okay, talk about a tangent. So, okay, I am using a saucepan, not a rice cooker. I have a rice cooker, and for Days when I can't be home to start the rice. I love my rice cooker. It does seem to overcook the edges somewhat, uh, the part that's in contact with the pan. But it's a, it's a small sacrifice for having the rice just be ready when you walk in the door. But I'm not doing that today because it does take longer. It takes about 45 minutes to cook the same amount of rice that I can do in about 16 or 18 on the stove. Into your saucepan. I like to use one with a glass lid, by the way, because then I can watch and and know when it's done by the way it looks, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Into the saucepan goes a cup of the rice and two cups of water. Or as I told you, I'm going to try this chicken stock on it and see how that works. And it just goes right in there with the rice. Speaking of rice, although it's not applicable here, I have a good blog on my website, thecookalongpodcast.com. It's just a short blog about the difference between basmati rice and jasmine rice. And if you've ever been in a quandary about which one to use, 
I guess since there's only two things, it can't be a quandary. It has to be a dilemma, a dilemma. You might take a peek at that. Just read through. It's like a five-minute read. No, it isn't. It's like a two-minute read. It'll help you next time you're trying to make that decision. So now we've got the liquid and the rice in a pot with a glass lid. We're going to turn the stove on to high just to bring it to a boil. And then we'll turn it down and simmer it for a while. Meanwhile, I'm going to grate some cheese. I have a food processor, but we only need a cup. It's not very much. I just don't feel like I want to mess with a food processor. So I'm just using a regular box grater. And I am using some Tillamook Extra Sharp Cheddar. And I have a block here that's uh, maybe three quarters of an inch thick. And then it's a two by two inch square. And I'll bet you that's my cup right there. Doesn't have to be small. I'm using the large slots on the grater. And I am grating it over this fun little cutting board thing I have. It's weird to call it a cutting board because it's just a thin sheet of plastic that's made to use as a cutting board. And the cool thing about them really is that you can sort of curl them up to pour stuff off of them. You know, rather than have to scrape something off of a hard, flat surface, you just curve them up and make a little tunnel out of it. I think I'm completely wrong about how much grated cheese this is going to make. Oh, that's totally a cup right there, and I've only used about just over half of it, maybe. Do I want more cheese than that? I always want more cheese than that. Does it make sense? Probably not. Uh, Just a few more grates. My family has a saying, there's no such thing as too much cheese. So at this point, I probably have... Well, if I packed it down really hard, it'd only be a cup. Okay, but it's probably a cup and an eighth to a cup and a quarter. And we're going to just work with that. The rice is starting to heat up a little bit. It's just starting to crack a simmer. And we want to get it to uh, at least a boil. It doesn't have to be a full boil, but where it's actually cracking bubbles over the top of the surface. And then we'll reduce the heat and simmer it. My rice is boiling now, so once it's boiling, you're going to turn it down. So I started it on high, and we're going to turn it down to medium-low. Put a lid on it, and keep an eye for a minute, because mine, at least, I got to boiling a little too hard, and it's going to boil over if I don't watch it. But you want to just let it simmer for 16 to 18 minutes. And the reason I told you that the glass lid is cool is because you can watch. When you don't see any bubbles of liquid popping up through the rice anymore, you know that the rice is done and ready to go. So you can go away now. Once your cheese is shredded and your rice is set to simmering, you can go away and come back to me when your rice is ready, which actually is only going to take a few minutes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. As usual, my rice is boiled over a little bit. I should have told you that. The method that I just gave you it may mean that as your rice is bubbling up, it decides to burble a little through between the lid and the pan, and you end up with some rice starch on your stovetop. Uh, I'd still rather do that than, than use a rice cooker, but... Just FYI, if that happens, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just the nature of the beast. And I suppose if I used a little bit bigger pan, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But I always use the same pan because it has the glass lid. And because we develop these habits where a certain pan is used for a certain thing, and that's just the pan, you know, it's my rice pan. And it always boils over, and apparently I don't care enough to change to a different pan. This is going to make about three cups of rice, which is what you need for the recipe. And you could, if you want, it's not important that you cook it up fresh. If you have leftover rice and you have three cups of it, go for it. If you really want to do so, you can even use that instant rice that comes in those bags that you kind of squish around to loosen up the rice and then throw in your microwave for 90 seconds. You just need three cups of rice. And even though it is the main ingredient here, the rice is not important. It's a funny thing to say, but it's true because it's really about the cheese and the sour cream and the red pepper flakes. So I have a couple of choices of baking dishes and one of them is too big. It's two quarts and I'm tempted to use that, and I'll tell you why. I'm tempted to use it because it's flat. So I have a square casserole dish that's maybe two and a half to three inches deep. And so it's more compact, but deeper. And actually, that one turns out to be one and three quarter quarts. And then I have a two quart casserole that's sort of your classic round, clear casserole dish. Since they're both too big, I'm going to choose the round one because it doesn't sit quite as high, but it takes up a lot more space, more real estate. You know, it's wider. Why do we care about that, you might ask? The answer is because we're going to sprinkle cheese on top of 
the rice before we bake it. And the more surface you have, the more of the rice gets its own cheese. If I put it in the deeper but smaller around casserole, some people might not get cheese on top of their rice because they're getting some of the underneath rice. But in the bigger casserole, everybody should find a way to get cheese on top of their rice. Before we use this baking dish, we want to grease it. Just spray it. That's obviously the easiest thing to do. Otherwise, you probably want to spread some butter around in there so that it doesn't stick. Because, you know, anytime you cook cheese, it can be pretty sticky in terms of leaving residue behind in your pan or dish anyway. Now, really, all we have to do is combine stuff. The rest of this is just a matter of stirring things together. You could do this two ways. You could put it all in a bowl and mix it up and then scoop it into your casserole dish. That would make it much prettier and cleaner. I'm not going to work that hard. I'm just going to mix it in the dish I'm going to cook it in. So you can take your rice now, your cooked rice, and dump it into your casserole or whatever bowl you're going to use, actually, I should say. No, you know what? I'm measuring out my sour cream first because I'm going to use the same tool and not dirty a second tool. So I'm using a rubber spatula to scoop my sour cream into a measuring cup so I can be sure I have the right amount. I'm using, by the way, uh, reduced fat sour cream. There's no reason not to do that, especially if you have one that you like. The extra fat in a regular sour cream probably doesn't contribute very much. I can't actually tell you the answer to whether it does or not because I cook everything with this low-fat stuff. Tillamook cultured reduced fat sour cream. All right, now, using the same spatula, we just dump the rice into your baking dish. Now, add your sour cream to the rice. Just dump it on top. We don't need to stir it in yet. Let's get everything in here first. And your red pepper flakes. And what you want is you want a, a generous dash. Now, those are both completely subjective. But you want just a little bit of heat here. Because it's really the only distinguishing thing besides the cheese is this little tiny bit of heat. So... Season it according to what you think your taste is going to be. I've got in the palm of my hand now uh, maybe a little bit less than an eighth of a teaspoon. So I gave it a little more. I'm going to say for mine, I'm going to use an eighth of a teaspoon. And I hope that it's enough. This stuff goes a long way. A little goes a long way. But you really do want a little bit of that heat in there. And then you want a little salt in there. And it says to taste, but of course it doesn't help because you can't taste it right now. So just have confidence that the people at the table will be able to season it in the way that they want. A few grinds of fresh ground pepper as well. Not a ton, but a little bit. Enough to kind of make a speckledy look here. And half the cheese. Okay, only half. Whatever pile you've developed, half of it's going into the bowl, the casserole. And then we just stir that all together. The sourness of the sour cream. Yeah, I'll bet you that's the main flavor. And then the red pepper provides the punch, which is a very friendly punch. A warm punch. <laughs> no, that sounds like a beverage. Never mind. Stir it all together. And then, as I already foreshadowed, smooth out of the top of the rice a little bit. And take the rest of the cheese, 
Here's where I'm going to pick my cutting thing up and sprinkle the rest of the cheese over the top as evenly as you can. And that is all the prep there is for this recipe. Like I told you, quick, easy, not many ingredients, but the result is going to be just surprisingly interesting. Considering how few things you just put in, it's going to be surprisingly interesting. Now, the only thing that remains is to bake it. So it's going in the 350-degree oven you preheated. And yes, you can make this ahead if you want to, so that it's ready to pop in the oven shortly before dinner. It bakes for 16 to 20 minutes, or until the cheese on top is melted and bubbly. That's it. That's the whole thing. There will be pictures that I took along the way on the website where the recipe is posted. You can also share this recipe with your friends, please. It's so quick and easy. They may all appreciate that you're teaching them how to cook. The podcast is available to you and to them on any of your basic podcast apps for your phone or your computer or whatever. And of course, the cool thing about the Cook Along podcast is that you can cook right along with me in creating the dish. So you're not trying to learn it ahead of time. You're just cooking together as we go. Please consider visiting my Patreon page where you can contribute to the making of this podcast. Just go to patreon.com and type in the Cook Along podcast and you will find me. Leave me comments on my website under the recipe or on any other recipe that you happen to find that you like. There's plenty of good desserts and main dishes and things that you can serve along with this as part of your meal. Thank you for listening. And until next time, happy cooking. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening.